Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week, and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to speak honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our job. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. That ain't my name. I'd like to give a shout-out to, to all of our Patreon patrons who are out there. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. For as little as $5 a month, you out there can be one of our Patreon on patrons. Just go to Patreon, look up Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, offer $5, and they will give you over a hundred episodes of bonus content that can only be heard through the Patreon. And when you do that, you get to have your name read out like these beautiful people. M. Lozier, William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mischief Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas teacher Kristen, James and Allie J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swivel Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldridge T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma, Nimi, and Sarah N, thank you guys so much for supporting us, especially over this last year. We love you so much. Anyway, I'll bid another shout out to our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, send them to ludlamdramatics.com where they can get all kinds of resources. All right, folks, today we have Mr. Count Chocolate. We have Miss Bunny O'Hare and myself, Elvis, and we are going to talk to you guys about all kinds of great stuff. I hope you enjoy it. Cheers, and thanks for listening. All right, that was pretty good. (laughs) All right, my friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am excited because I am joined by Count Chocolate. Hello, it's a great day to enjoy mm, some chocolate. Enjoy (laughs) some chocolate. Thank you. There we go. And also with me to add Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, everyone. Well, it is December. It's so close. We hit Thanksgiving. We had one week after Thanksgiving so far. And I have to say, it wasn't as, you know, I take that back. It wasn't (laughs) as brutal as it could have been coming Uh back. uh But it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I spent, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I went and got to go to Chicago. My sister and her family was there. My family was there. I had some cousins I hadn't seen in a while. We got to eat amazing food and drink. And since it's a legal state, all of us, all of us were stoned most of the time. <laughs> it was really good. But there was some stuff that I just hadn't really thought about when I was getting there. And I didn't really process while I was there. So coming back, I felt really sad. I'm like, man, I'm not usually that sad when I leave my family. Like sometimes I'm usually like, yeah, love you guys. Happy to see you in the, you know, in the rear view. But, and then it hit me. I was like, oh shit, there's some stuff I didn't really think about. I should have been dealing with while I was up there. Oh man. And so I crossed that hitting school and hitting the work, but we survived this week. We're back. We're here. And now there's only for us. Well, for me, there's only two more school weeks and then I'm on vacation. And then I assume it's more or less the same. I think Count's got to go a few more days in that last week towards Christmas. 
I don't know. What's going on with you? Count, go ahead and fire it up. Oh, man. Uh, Thanksgiving was great on this end, too. I took a train ride through random parts of Texas, and it, there was a wine tour involved. So Ooh. a couple generations sipping some wine and riding in a train, which did not go very fast. I thought it would, but <laughs> it didn't. That was all right. Uh, Thanksgiving was great. Had a good friend from college come, and we ate and laughed and then ate and laughed and napped and continued eating. Um, so I, I have no complaints about the holidays. It was tough going back, but misery loves company. So since we all had to go back, <laughs> it makes it a little <laughs> bit better. And, you know, two weeks exams and then another really, really long break. And we don't go back until almost, I think, like the 9th or the 10th of January. Oh, so wow. we get, Ooh, yeah, yeah, so we get, we get a pretty nice chunk there. Um, but we do go up until I think the 23rd. 22nd and 23rd. But all is well with the chocolate one. And thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here today. No, I'm so glad to see you guys. I needed a nice little thing. And then, Bunny, what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was nice. It was weird because it felt like it was going to be long enough at the beginning. And it never is. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. Yeah. But uh, had some good times with the Fufu and got to see some family and... Um, the Fufu got to meet a couple of her little cousins, so that was exciting. Um, but yeah, it's. I feel like this is that meme about going to school between Thanksgiving and Christmas being like Mario Kart, where it's <laughs> the music gets faster and faster and it gets more and more tense. Like, yes, it does. Yeah. I don't know. I saw something earlier this week that October, November, December, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in school year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, that December, it's kind of a Saturday. Everyone's here. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of the schools I work with, at, the way they time stuff, you don't have exams until after Christmas or after the winter break. Oh, nice. For how the schedules work out. I think it makes more sense to do it at the end of the semester. But, you know, schools are done like that sometimes. <laughs> but I want us to jump to this little bit of news. I'm excited because this story is just pretty typical of this situation. <laughs> oh, God. As you know, in Texas, Florida, really all across the U.S., there have been tons of people coming to school board morning uh, meetings to push their agendas. Uh, in Texas, a lot of it's been about trying to get books banned or trying to make sure that teachers can't have rainbows on their wall. You know, Florida has their whole war against woke because, I don't know, they're... Because they don't know what the word means. They don't know what it means. <laughs> I still don't think woke's a bad word. It still makes sense nah, that it, does. it means you know what's going on around you. You're not covering your eyes with a blanket trying to stay asleep for another 15 years. But hey, that's their thing. So I'm going to read this. And this person kindly put this into bullet points about what happened. So earlier this month, a mysterious woman appeared before a school board in Texas and claimed that when she was 11... She read a scholastic book that sparked a debilitating porn addiction. So after these claims, and she was also wanting scholastic book fairs to be completely removed from the district and stopped because she had gotten the porn addiction. Surely think of the children. They need to be, you know, they need to be stopped. So this is how it played out. Number one, turns out this woman was 20-year-old Lana Burkhart. Burkhardt said after reading a scholastic book that depicted a single kiss, she looked for other books that gave me pleasure. 
This led to internet searches that she will never forget. Three, Burkhart cited her story as a reason to restrict access to drama, a novel published by Scholastic. The book includes a nice little image of two cartoon characters kissing. Four, but Burkhart went further arguing that Conroe, oh, it's Conroe ISD, Conroe should remove all Scholastic books from schools and stop hosting Scholastic book fairs. According to Book Burkhart, getting rid of scholastic books and their book fairs will inevitably protect kids. So before I go further, do you guys have any guesses on what her motives might have been or what might have been going on? Count? I I don't want to guess, but I can't believe she said two cartoon characters kissing just launched this and a debilitating a debilitating addiction. Bunny, any guesses? Um, I'm guessing that she's going to turn out to be a political paid operative. Well, close. <laughs> Burkhart's appearance was apparently promoted by her new job at Skytree Book Fairs, a newly formed oh. organization marketing oh. itself as an alternative to sexually explicit content from Scholastic Book Fairs. Oh, oh my god! So this was all a staged thing. <laughs> Skytree Book Fairs presents itself as an independent nonprofit, but appears to be a hastily assembled offshoot of Brave Books, which publishes children's books mm. by right-wing mm. pundits. Oh my! The president of Skytree Books was recently an executive assistant at the Brave Books. Burkhart's appearance at the Conroe School Board was also promoted by Brave Books. The company called it "Must Watch," and everyone needs to hear this message that this woman need, is sharing. Yeah. This, yeah. Because Scholastic Books, a picture of someone kissing, caused caused her to have a porn addiction. Neither Brave Books nor Burkhart disclosed that Burkhart is an employee. And according to her LinkedIn profile, she's also the company's public relations coordinator. Are you serious? (laughs) Wow. Imagine telling on yourself like that. The Conroe School Board, after listening to their story, voted to restrict access to the book that she complained about from all students in 8th grade and below. One of the school board members suggested replacing Scholastic with Skytree Book Fair. So this was a staged thing completely. Mm. This was found out later that she worked, and more news has come out that she has never even attended a public school. She was homeschooled her career. But the fact that we have people who don't belong in the district, don't go to the district, have nothing, don't even have children in the district, coming and telling these districts what they need to do for these children... And there seems to be a trend of it's not to protect the children or stop them from being gay or having a porn addiction, which literally, if seeing two people kiss on a scholastic book was what sent you down, I have a feeling you were going to go down one way or another. You yeah. would have seen two people kissing on TV at a bookstore or, you know, Yeah, somewhere. that's that's reaching for somebody yeah. to blame it on. That is reaching. That is hot. But the like, I hope you stretched first, ma'am. That she ended up being the PR person. They couldn't get anybody else to go in there and lie to everybody. And I don't want to knock small companies, but for some reason, I feel like the head of PR probably should be over than older than 20. Maybe. Right? Doesn't that kind of make you think a little bit? I don't know. I just, it's crazy that our districts are listening and entertaining stuff from people like this. And if they did just a little bit of vetting or just a little bit of digging, you'll see, no, this person clearly has, um, oh, the word just... Ulterior motive. Yeah, they clearly have a plan. They have ulterior motives into Mm -hmm. why they're speaking out. And I almost feel that unless you are an invited guest of a school board, you shouldn't get to talk there unless you are a parent, a teacher, or a student in the district. 
I don't think they should allow just unrelated people to come in. But of course, who's going to check? It's a school board building. Yeah. They probably have a little sign-up piece of paper at the front. There's a sign-up. It's public knowledge when it's going to be in the dates. Whoever wants to can show up. Mm-hmm. My former district had an online sign-up where you can just go log in online and insert your name on the agenda and you get a confirmation email. Um, maybe they do some vetting, but I don't think they do a whole lot of it because they kind of want the public's opinion, but not the agenda to be pushed like this. That's that's pretty bad. I, I kind of feel, and I'm hoping that on a national level, a lot of this is going to start slowing down as we become more, dare I use the phrase, woke to it <laughs> and awake to what these people are doing. Because number one, a lot of the moms of mothers against liberty, not mothers against liberty, moms. Let's be honest, liberty. though. No, let's be honest. Oh, we'll talk about them in a second because they're in the news today, too. <laughs> they had some interesting things. But first, okay. a lot of the mothers for liberty school board elections that they were running in a lot of in Texas, Florida, across the South and the Midwest, um, people are aware of what they're doing now. And they did not get elected. Or a lot of school boards said after one, you know, one year of them pulling these shenanigans, they were voted out. I don't know. Do school board positions last more than one year? Is it a yearly thing you have to re-vote for? Or do you I hold that position for a year or two? I thought it was like two, two or three years. Mm-hmm. It may vary year. by state. I have no idea. Yeah, I know there are a lot of people who were in those positions that have recently been flushed out by parents who are just sick of this. But... In the news today, <laughs> this is, is kind of fun. The Moms for Liberty. I'm going to pull it up because I want to say, I'm going to put three cents. I think that's a lot. Yeah. The Moms for Liberty co-founders. In fact, if you look at most Ron DeSantis public um, announcements and decrees and uh, press, what do you call it? Press, uh, press, press releases. releases. Press releases. Mm-hmm. Usually this couple the co-found, the couple that did this Moms for Liberty are standing behind him. And this is, they're also a huge part of the canceling the woke agenda, don't say gay. Well, they just had public videos released of the mom. Oh, here, let me just say this. Moms for Liberty co-founder Bridget Zietler's admission to having sexual relationship with a woman Accusing her husband of rape has sparked backlash, labeling the Florida political leader a hypocrite. Mm. Bridget Ziegler's husband, Christian Ziegler, is the head of the Florida Republican Party and is currently embroiled in sexual assault investigations. On Friday, it was reported that an unnamed woman claimed to be a friend of Ziegler's filed a report with Sarasota police claiming that Christian Ziegler had come to her apartment and raped her after a planned threesome between the victim and the couple. But Bridget Ziegler came busy at the last minute. And she apparently didn't want to do it without the girl there. And he, you know. Mm. So this is the Republican Party of Florida, the <laughs> don't say gay, but I guess it's cool if it's two girls because that's hot and wow. it's your wife. But this is the Moms for Liberty co-founder. So if you think about these people and the way they're trying to this just makes no sense. Can we stop listening to them, please? We should Ooh, my goodness. They own the border right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Unless Disney is away. And I hope they do. Because why would you fuck with the mouse? Yeah. Why? The right? mouse is going to smack you down. But what's your view on all this? Mom. I mean, none of this is surprising. I didn't see you jump out of your chair when you found out. I, that. I'm sure that the, the shock and surprise that was written all over my face when you when you said that must have, must have been evident. Um, no, 0% surprised. The hypocrisy is mind-numbing um do as i say not as i do Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah. Knowing better for, you know, it's the, it's the exceptionalism. It's like, it's wrong when everybody else does it, but when I do it, it's somehow different. It's like what we were saying about like the abortion, mm-hmm. 100%. reproductive rights thing. Like every time, you know, one of, you know, some politician's mistress gets found out or something for having an Well, that was different because blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. You're just as fucked up as everybody else. <laughs> no, sinners out here acting like they always been saved. Yeah, it's the whole rules for thee, but not for me. But mm-hmm. I feel like whenever we have a lot of these hardcore anti-something, whether it's anti-woke, anti-homosexual, anti-agenda... It turns out they seem to have some things in their closet that they're hiding in there. Projecting. Yeah, it's projecting. It's because in some instances, it's because they're not allowed to live out their fantasy. So fuck out those people who are living out and proud and happy. Why are they allowed to do it? I just think that's disgusting. That's all I really want to do. They're the ones who get caught at truck stops or Mm -hmm. soliciting prostitutes. Mm, Or, you know, (laughs) raping the third partner of... Your threesome, which was going to have homosexual things going on. That's just, so it's gross. horrible and sick and gross. But these are the people that want to lead our moral agenda and telling us that we've lost our way when it's just, mm, count. It's one of the most hypocritical things you could have come out about you. If you are, you know, if you take a stance of I am anti this, and then all of a sudden it comes to the light that actually you're not. I feel like for every single person that you have called out for that, you owe them an apology and you need to step down off this high position or this pedestal that you've elevated yourself onto and just go away for a while I just, or forever. But you, you, you shouldn't <laughs> be able to just, yeah. That, that, Carry on that, your that, business. Yeah, and and it's he, not business as usual because he, you have made a career or a livelihood or you have built this brand as to being, anti something and it turns out you're 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 the biggest hypocrite in that space that we have right now you're making a career you're making a name for yourself out of repressing other people and trying to infringe on other law-abiding citizens rights Mm -hmm. and now you want to turn around and go have your fun but tell everybody else no go away yeah i i think what really bothers me about this is that true damage has been done there are probably some grandparents, there are probably some parents, there are probably some teachers that have been convinced to not have a supportive book or resource in their classroom that a kid could have used that didn't get it because these people were railing about how horrible the mom against liberty was participating in a homosexual relationship. Come on, this is just, it's not even just hypocrisy. It's you were telling these people they shouldn't exist and that we should not even be allowed to refer to you by a name you want. And I don't know if Florida passed it. I know they're trying to pass it here in Texas that you have to use the name on the birth certificate, that you can't use any kind of preferred name, which is crazy because the person in Texas who's trying to push that, his name is Ted Cruz, mm. but his real Raphael. name is Raphael, Raphael. Raphael. <laughs> but he doesn't go by that because he doesn't prefer it. But mm. That'd be too well oh, to point that's that out. so oh. weird how that works. I just, I hate it for these kids because the reason I teach, the reason I'm a bleeding heart liberal is because I have a bleeding heart. It's because I love and care. And I have so many friends and students that are somewhere on the spectrum of LBGTPQ plus, plus checkmark, checkmark, star, star. And I love these people. And the fact that 
they're being told they shouldn't exist or the fact that they exist is wrong and that no one should refer to them as existing. It's just, it's so hurtful on a level. They really want these people to not exist, but not really because they still want girl on girl porn. And it's okay mm-hmm. if it's your wife, but if it's a boy who's gay, that's just really gross and mm-hmm. wrong. And yeah. Guys, we just have to, you just need to come to things on terms on your own. And really, if you spend some time around most people, you'll decide that they deserve to live. And if someone doesn't deserve to exist because they make different choices than you, then you're an asshole. A really big asshole. What's the line about proximity? There's some sort of quote or saying about like, proximity kills kills prejudice or something like that like it's harder it's hard to hate up close Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. like if you're out here saying you know blah 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 trans people this blah 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 you know gay kids that like have you ever met any of them have you ever interacted with a kid who is trans have you ever interacted with like the ones that I've known have not been out like looking to corrupt other people and convert people to the, like they just want to go to school and move on with their life. Like just want to have a job where they can be them without being insulted or having things thrown at them. I mean, right. Mm -hmm. How many Republicans do you think have gone and seen trans Siberian orchestra? (laughs) <laughs> I bet there's a lot every year yeah. that's their whole tradition and you know, I don't want to point things out but I bet that whole Siberian orchestra isn't trans either <laughs> people wake up alright <laughs> hey guys guess, guess what what's what? up we have a Patreon Ooh, hell yeah I like Patreon yeah we do for as little as five dollars a month you get access to all kinds of bonus features extra content, all kinds of stuff on our Patreon. We have it attached to our Spotify now, where you can listen to all kinds of bonus episodes. There's features, there's interview with the host, there's a cool Facebook group we have. You should sign up and do it now! All right, my friends. Here we go. Bunny, Carol, would you rather there's an outlet on your face that people always want to use to charge their phones, (laughs) or... You're a walking human magnet that attracts all metals and ruins electronics. So once again, there's an outlet on your face that people always want to use to charge their phones, or you're a walking human magnet that attracts all metals and ruins electronics. <laughs> what I'm, are you going to go Here's with? I'm going with outlet because if I leave my phone plugged in, <laughs> then they can't use it. There you go. <laughs> I go outlet and one... I'll fight people. Mm-hmm. But two, <laughs> I will use outlet protectors that you use for kids. You to just try to plug. It's, it's not. It's That's not a classic thing. It's not one of my more attractive features. But nah, you're not sticking outlets for plugs in my face. But I wear it on my face. And, um, and you just keep it three feet away, and I'll be all right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and go with outlet too. Because number one, I learned this exciting word called no. And you can tell people no. Like, hey, can yeah. I use the outlet on your face? No, it's my face. Right. And like, maybe if we're intimate and special and we're cuddling together, I might let you stick it in a <laughs> little bit. You can charge your phone Maybe my try face. just the tip, but you know. <laughs> and I'm not letting how did I know that was go in there. How did I know? <laughs> knew there was going to be a reference. I knew it. you got to set your limits and your boundaries with people. And that's one I think I can hold. 
I'm down with that. I hope it's under my beard or something. Or like oh. those old cars, you had to like pull the license plate down to gas it up, like lift oh. my beard up on my oh, chin. I, I pictured <laughs> it like right here on my cheekbone, like it's stuck like, right here on the side of my face. I was picturing like right in the middle of the forehead there. Yeah, like. see, I'd put mine under my chin just so my beard could kind of cover it up and just it wouldn't oh. always be there. Yeah, to keep it clean. Okay. If it was an ox cable spot. You have speakers coming Ooh. out of your ass. Or oh, something. you can, <laughs> you can really bring in the all about that bass. That <laughs> no travel. Boom, boom, boom. All right, folks. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Feature Needs a Drink podcast. I appreciate all. If you, you got, got friends and you like this podcast, it's like a Venn diagram. In the middle. Tell your friends about the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Just spread the word a little bit. Sharing is caring. It is caring. All right, host, I'm glad you guys are here with me today. Count, it was great to hear from you. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And, Bunny, you are always a delight. It was a pleasure as always. All right, folks. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to another episode. A big thank you to my hosts who are on the podcast. This leads us into the week before winter break. And my God, the kids were going nuts today. This week, holy shit. But I'm about to drive out to Colorado. And I'm going to spend the weekend out there with a friend. I get to see some of my other friends out there. It's going to be beautiful. And then I'll come back to teach the last five days of this school year. Well, of this year. And I can't wait. But, man, it's going to be good for my mental health. I can't wait. Anyway, everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Know you're loved. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Cheers. Cheers.